Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach who has a passion for helping women who need a second wind. Joyce is the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, a program that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. As a certified coach, she studied directly with her mentor, Jack Canfield, author of the Chicken Soup book series, where she served as an assistant to his training program. Through her study with many prestigious coaches and mentors, she has created a powerful program that has positively impacted hundreds of people. On today's program, Joyce and her guest will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here's our host, Joyce Buford. Good morning. Thank you for being with us today. We're excited that you're here and that we're going to give you the just a wonderful program with my guest today. You know, As we go forward, I want you to think about where are you in your life? Are you in a second wind? Are you facing a challenge? Or maybe it's just you need something fresh to go on and to fulfill your life and make it more exciting. Well, that's why I created Second Wind. It was for those times when we are moving through transitions, either created by us or put upon us by other people. But we need to make a change in our life so that we have more energy and we just are living the fullest life we can. So Second Wind was created so that you could listen to other women with their their challenges and how they turned those challenges into rewarding lives. And my guest today is no no different. She did exactly the same thing. But before I move into introducing her, I want to share that yesterday I spoke with a group locally in Tyler. It was a great group of women. And as I looked at those women, they were probably about 25. And they were all, they were a group that had gathered many times. It was a, um, a church group. And so they were talking about, they wanted to be motivated about life, all in about their 50s. And it's, you know, it doesn't matter what age you are. There are always transitions, whether that's from, uh, you know, just there are always transitions. Excuse me there. But as they as i spoke i told them about a trip that i'd taken from santa fe to tyler and i was driving a 26 pins 26 foot pinsky truck which was kind of a challenge for me brought up lots of doubts and fears and whether i could do that move was the challenge and so anyway i I shared that story and went through the challenges that I had only to give them the example that our doubts and fears are only there to caution us. We should use what they give us as treasures of what is possible for us to do if we can move through the energy that would stop us from doing that. Does that make sense? Am I making myself clear? I'm not sure. But anyway, 
I really want you to know that meeting the challenges of life is very important. And there is a resource out there for you to meet those challenges through wonderful speakers like I'm having today, through workshops, through books, whatever it is, I want you to go out there and search for it, and they're available to help you. Anyway, let me tell you about my guest today. I met this wonderful woman at eWomen's conference last year. She's a very attractive woman and a fellow Texan, I might say, and such a dynamic woman um, that I immediately wanted to go over and talk to her. And she brought such energy to our conversation that I wanted to know more. So Jessica Rector is her name, and she was faced with a beautiful challenge in her life and decided to create a movement. Her movement is called Single Mom Movement, and she's going to tell us about that story. In 2003, she had wanted, she was enticed into doing uh, her own talk show in the L.A. area. And the talk show was called The Jessica Rector Show. And the mission was to make a difference and challenge the world one story at a time. Then she decided in 2012 that she had another story she wanted to tell that was inside of her. And so she wrote and published her first book, which is Live Your Greatest Life. Her mission is for every woman to live her greatest life. So you could see why I was so excited and why I felt the energy of this woman and wanted to know more about her. So welcome, Jessica Rector, to the show today. Hi, thank you so much for having me, Joyce. I appreciate you thinking of me to be on it. Well, I think your message is really great, and I wanted to share. I think everybody needs to hear it. Uh, Oh, thanks. Yeah, so anyway, tell us about um, why you were so convinced that you needed to create a movement Well, it was so funny because when you said she faced a beautiful challenge in 2012, I I thought, well, that's a nice way of putting it because I certainly did not think of it as a beautiful challenge at the time. But I love those words, so I'm going to start using that, Joyce, if that's okay. A beautiful challenge. Um, So (laughs) after I wrote and published my book, I found out I was pregnant, and it pretty much just shook my entire world. I thought that my life was over, and it sounds so dramatic now to say, but in a way, my life was over. The the life that I knew was over, right. and um, so I was pregnant. I, I was alone and scared and, and really just unsure of what I was doing or how to care for a baby or anything, and so, um, you know, outside of my family and a couple close friends, I didn't share it with anyone. I kept I kept it to myself, and I told myself, well, I just don't want to hear the judgments, the stereotypes, the questions, and and so I just didn't feel comfortable sharing it with other people. And then I was um, a little over seven months pregnant, and I came out, so to speak, through a blog. I started writing a blog called The Clueless Mom because mm-hmm. that was pretty much me at the time. And 
in the process of writing that, I got a lot of support and positive feedback. And so I branched out, and when I started meeting people from that point forward, that was one of the first things I would tell them. And it was very scary at first because I didn't know how people were going to receive it. And I would just say, hi, I'm Jessica Rector. And, you know, a few minutes in the conversation, I would reveal that I was about to be a single mom. And I I was surprised because what was at the other end wasn't the judgments and the stereotypes that I had expected. It was, you know, I was raised by a single mom. I'm a single mom. I was a single Mm. mom. You know, Mm. everybody knows a single mom. And so in getting that positive uh, energy back to me, I started sharing it more because it gave me permission to continue to share it. And yeah. in return, the recipient also will then share her story about how she was raised by a single mom or how she was a single mom or, or how she currently is a single mom. And so it really established this rapport with me and other people and allowed me to connect on a deeper version and in a deeper way than I had ever experienced before. And Mm -hmm. I never set out to make it a movement. Once I started talking with other people about it and started doing my own research about you know, what kind of information and how are people going to help me as a single mom? And this was after my son was born. I started doing a lot of research and whatnot. And I just couldn't find what I was looking for. And the more that I looked for it, you know, we think Google has the answer to everything, but the more that I looked for it, (laughs) the more frustrated I got because I just wasn't finding the support and the help for me as a single mom. And I kept hearing this voice, you know, you need to start working with single moms. And I thought, no, that's not. I don't want to do that. That's not what I want. And okay. after about the third time hearing that, I said, okay, well, let, let me let me figure out what this looks like. And, you know, I just believe one step leads to another, which leads to another, which leads to another. And before I know, I was, you know, all engrossed with working with single moms and uh, changed the company name to the single mom movement to really yeah. educate and empower single moms so they can empower the children of our future. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It is kind of interesting how sometimes we start in one direction and then it changes and we become a movement. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You know, I always say that, you know, if it was all laid out in front of me, I would have ran the the opposite direction because I would have (laughs) laughed had somebody ever even told me you're going to be a single mom because that was not my dream. And I had great big plans and dreams and goals for myself, and that wasn't part of it. So thankfully, you know, we don't get everything laid out in front of us because oftentimes, you know, we just have um, bigger mission and bigger purpose out there than we can even dream for ourselves. But if we were to know about it, we'd run in the opposite direction saying, I can't do that. There's no way I'm going to be doing that. You know, we would talk ourselves out of it. So true. (laughs) If we were to see the full picture, it would scare us sometimes, you know, to know where we are, where we are planned to go, where our energy is taking us. So, well, we are, uh, we are going to go to a break shortly, but I wanted, I just wanted to share with the audience a little something. My dog normally stays by me when I do my radio shows and she never picks up this little toy, but you all probably heard the dog playing with the toy. She never does that. And all of a sudden, I'm trying to concentrate on making my opening, and she's squeaking this toy, and I'm going to surf <laughs> here. So I want to fess up and let you know what was happening. So if those sentences didn't make sense, that's because I was half on the toy. So anyway, <laughs> we will be back with more of Jessica where she can share her 
wonderful, wonderful cause for single moms. And uh, we're just looking forward to hearing more about you, Jessica, and what what's coming forth from just sharing the fact that you are a single mom and realizing that there are women that need support. Single moms, that's tough. You know, whether you've gotten there through divorce or, or having the baby on your own, whatever is your path, it's still a challenge. And it's mm-hmm. awesome that you've recognized that and been willing to share your expertise. We will be back with Jessica. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. get a contact high? Tune in for fun, inspiration, and motivation every Friday at noon Eastern Standard Time. Learn how to maximize your mojo and just say no to the status quo. Get inspired and motivated by a fun-loving coach who knows what it's like to get through this thing called life. With your high-on-life coach, Audra Irwin, each Friday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time and 12 noon Eastern. I am not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 central on Toginet. This is your chance, ladies, to hear stories of hope and healing from someone who's been there. Someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of this trauma, she has gone on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm Free is a straight-up show to enlighten you and to lighten your load. Do not let the weight of this world or the things that have happened to you control your life. For more on the show and Diane and her book, The Story of Me, email her directly from her show page here on Toginet. Then, join us for I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be, I'm Free, with Minister Diane Jones, Monday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. Welcome back. We're visiting today with Jessica Rector. Um, she is a speaker, a, a coach, a uh, author, and she is sharing with us today her single mom movement. So Jessica, if you would explain to us how do you how do you identify the single I single mom movement? Those are moms from all sorts of backgrounds, either through they became single through their decision to have a, a baby singly, whatever that was, or through divorce or through widowed or right? Exactly. Yes. We, you know, I, I believe that single motherhood does not discriminate. You can be a single mom, no matter your race, income, uh, how you grew up. So single moms, you can be divorced, widowed, uh, mm-hmm. never married, you know, 
deciding, you know, it can be quote unquote accidents, if you will. It can be um, that you want to go out and have a baby on your own. Anyway, as long as you're raising a child or children on your own and you're not married. Right. And that's a, that is really a very courageous thing to do these days. It's, I mean, there's a lot to parenting. Um, there is. You know, I had a divorce when my children were uh, 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 seven and nine. And I mm-hmm. thought parenting then was difficult, much less the baby years when it takes right. a lot more uh, patience. Well, I can't say that. I was in needed patience. <laughs> I think every stage has yeah. its own challenges. It, it does. But you say a statement that I really like, which is called what it takes to live courageously. And so I'm, I'm kind of going that way. What do you mean by that? Well, one of the things that I found it, with single moms is that I often say, you know, single moms wear this scarlet letter all the time, meaning that people quite easily know that they're a single mom and mm-hmm. they feel judged or they feel that there's a stigma on them. And so it's really about us as single moms working our way through that shame. And that's one of my areas of expertise is, is shame, fears, and worthiness. And, um, and until we work th- through those things, we're, we're going to carry around that scarlet letter, so to speak. Um, mm-hmm. And, that's what it, to live courageously is really about us as single moms working through that shame, acknowledging, recognizing it, because when we don't, not only does it manifest in our lives in a variety of ways, mm-hmm. but it also manifests through us into our children's lives in different ways. And this is extremely something I'm right. so passionate about because oftentimes we don't recognize how the shame manifests in our own life. And I'm going to give you an example. So I had a client who told me how proud she is to be a single mom and, and how she loves it, <clears throat> mm-hmm. which is great, awesome, fabulous. Mm-hmm. But Two seconds later, she's telling me the story how her daughter's about to have a birthday party and how her daughter wants to invite five girls over for a slumber party. And she told her daughter that she wants her to invite these other five girls because these other five girls' parents know that she's a single mom, whereas the five girls that her daughter wanted to invite, the parents don't know that. And so... uh I, I explained to her how that is shame, how you're saying how proud you are to be a single mom, and if you were, it wouldn't bother you which girls she invited over, whether the parents knew or not that you're a single mm-hmm. mom. And mm-hmm. so what happens is is we make decisions like that that affect our child because we're ashamed of being a single mom, because we don't want other people to know, because we're scared of what they're going to say or what they're going to think or what they're mm-hmm. going to do. And so we don't want to be outspoken about being a single mom, or we just don't mm-hmm. even want it out there that we're a single mom. And so we try ways like that, creative ways to hide it. And she said, well, but, um, 
you know, she doesn't know that that's the reason why I wanted those five girls. I said, I know, but she doesn't have to know the reason. Kids are Mm -hmm. very smart. They pick up on things very quickly. And -hmm. just like the same thing she said, well, we don't use, I don't use the word divorce around my children because it has a negative connotation. I said, well, who Mm -hmm. says it has a negative connotation? Mm -hmm. If you imply that it's negative to them, then they're going to think it's negative. Mm -hmm. You know, and I said, and that goes along with being a single mom. If, you know, be, you know, you don't have to have a negative or positive, you know, connotation on the word divorce. You just tell them the facts. What you know, it didn't work out. You know, feel yeah. free to tell them as much or as little right. as you want. But you know, it didn't work out for whatever reason, and that's the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't need to be a word that's taboo, and that's what happens is shame starts off very, very, very small. Right. And then it manifests just like fears. They're, they're very similar in certain aspects. You know, they they both start off very, very, very small, mm-hmm. and then that when you don't tackle them, when you don't confront them, they grow and grow and grow and grow, and then they end up becoming these great big things that you just don't know how to work your way through. Mm-hmm. And so that's really what it means to live courageously is just to work your way through those things and mm-hmm. to have compassion for yourself. Because, you know, we all come to this point in our lives in in different ways, and there's no judgment on on the ways that we come to this life or no judgment on the way that that we're living. But it's really about us stepping into that and um, working our way through that shame and really walking in our worth, which is really important because that affects everything in our life, our worth does. Mm -hmm. And when you're able to do that and stand in your power, then you also empower your children. And until you're able to live correctly, courageously through that, it's almost impossible to empower your children. Right. Now, I want to go back and break that down a little bit, Jessica. Sure. Do you think the mother was uh, telling her daughter that so that she would not have to go through the fear of rejection? Mm-hmm. Was that? I'm sorry, say I mean, that again? Who knows without the mother being here saying that, but... Was that the fear of rejection that the mother was um, sharing with her daughter without, you know, saying, I'm afraid if you tell them they'll reject us or what other judgment they might have about her situation? Yes, exactly. And and it's just those fears a lot of times that hold us back and tons of different capacities. <laughs> they yeah. hold us back, you know, whether we're applying for a job, whether we want to go out and date someone, um, mm-hmm. whether we move to a new city, you know, all kinds of different ways our fears hold us back. And fear right. of rejection or fear of failure or, you know, fear of not being accepted, not being liked, those are huge right. ones. Yeah, they are. Well, I, you know, I like the way phrasing, instead of saying, I am divorced, I like the way of saying, I'm a single mom. I mean, mm-hmm. it says the same message, but um, I can see where if you just say, I'm a single mom, that just says, okay, I'm one adult living in the household with the, my children. Where if mm-hmm. you say, I'm divorced, then there is some negative connotation in the world about people that are divorced. I mean, I I agree with that. So I have this great saying, Joyce, and my sister gave me this plaque when for Christmas. So my son mm-hmm. was less than two months old at the time, and I was 
at the point at that time in my life really hadn't fully acknowledged all the shame that I had around being a single mom and yeah. and there was plenty of it um because I was the last person I would have ever expected to be a single mom. Right. Um, I, you know, I got pregnant at 37, had my baby at 38. So, you know, quite frankly, I just knew better. But I just had great big plans for my life. And I was, you know, too focused on my career and too picky about guys. I never, ever, ever thought I'd be a single mom. And she right. gave me this plaque and it had this saying in it. And I don't think she realized at the time how much of a difference it made. But it says people who mind don't don't matter and people who matter don't mind and it's by dr seuss and to this day i use that saying all the time if i'm ever you know self-doubting or second-guessing things Mm -hmm. and my point to you about it is is if people mind that you're divorced they don't Mm -hmm. matter because the people who matter don't mind that you're divorced right and so you know saying that you're divorced um you may think it has a negative connotation, but in my opinion, just because this is an area of expertise, like I think that if there's a negative connotation, if somebody views the word divorce as a negative connotation in their own life, it's just mm-hmm. because they haven't worked through the shame that they mm-hmm. feel around the divorce. Right. You know, I heard this other great saying that 99% of what we see in the world is actually a reflection of us. So if we think other people are judging us based on us being divorced, it's mm-hmm. really us judging ourselves based on that. Right. And I found that so to be true. Like when I think other people may be, you know, giving me a dirty look or thinking something, it's really I'm just insecure or right. um, <laughs> not feeling confident in that area in my own life. Right. So what are the steps, Jessica, that you would encourage people to go through for um, correct working on the shame in their life? A great question, and thank you so much for asking that, Joyce. First okay, of no, all, it may, we I only, think we're going it's to break extremely short. important for people to be cognizant that we all have shame in our life. It doesn't matter if you're a single mom. It doesn't matter if you're divorced. It doesn't matter, you know, um, where you are in your life. Every single person has shame. It's completely universal. It can be the way you were treated. It could be someone, what someone said to you. Um, it could be the way you grew up, all different kinds of things. And we all have shame. And so the first step is just to really be cognizant that, you know, it's not anything about you. You're not weird or strange or odd. It's completely natural. It's completely normal. So everybody has it. And just to recognize that. Second is to really realize what your shame is around. What do you have shame about? Sometimes people people will tell me, I don't have shame around anything because they don't see certain small things as shame. Shame doesn't always have to be in your face, big, you know, huge defining moments. It can be subtle and small, like the example I gave earlier about um, the the girl's daughter's, the lady's daughter's birthday party. It's yeah. very small and subtle, but it manifests its way in different in different parts of our lives. So just saying, okay, so kind of breaking apart your own life and seeing okay. Jessica, where can shame before, be. Jessica, hold that, please, because I don't want to get into your thought any further with and have to break it up because we're going to sure. go to a, a break here. And so I want... 
your entire to continue and be together. So when we come back, we're going to hear more with Jessica about shame and shame is in all of us passed down through our families. So we'll be back shortly with Jessica Rector. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. This is Uncommon Sense for Leaders, a forum for exploring leadership from the intellect, the heart, and the spirit. Whether you're a leader now or aspire to be a leader in the future, you owe it to yourself to learn about the big ideas that have shaped the careers of compelling communicators, masters of influence, and highly effective leaders. Uncommon Sense for Leaders. Tune in to hear thought-provoking ideas on every aspect of leadership. You can expect dynamic discussions with special guests, quick tips you can apply immediately for better results, and the tools you need to take you from where you are to where you want to be as a leader. Are you ready to crack the code for achieving unprecedented results? Then join the host for Uncommon Sense for Leaders, Catherine Carlisi, every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on the All Business Radio Network. The Woohoo Radio Network presents the Diva Download with Tracy and Tasha. If you think Diva is all about attitude and drama, think again. The Diva Download is the premier online radio program where girls of all ages, shapes, sizes, and colors get together to redefine what it means to be a diva so that all girls can discover their inner diva and develop a healthy sense of self-worth and self-esteem. Being a true diva means you're diverse, involved, value-driven, and active. That's today's diva. If you want to celebrate the girl in your life through education, encouragement, empowerment, and entertainment, join us every week on Tuesdays from 6 to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time and celebrate the essence of being a girl only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. We are talking today with Jessica Rector, the uh, founder of the Single Mom Movement, a keynote speaker and author. And she was just telling us about shame. Shame is one of those um, uh, emotions that we have inside of us that's uh, collected along the way as from our families and just different situations that we experience in life. So, Jessica, if you can remember where I cut you off. (laughs) I can. (laughs) And just share with us more about shame. Perfect. So just to recap, so the first thing I was saying is just to recognize that it's universal. You're not the only one in the world that has it. You are definitely not alone. And to realize how it manifests in your life in even small, subtle ways, because it doesn't always have to be big and in your face. And then once you do that, really take a look at when you recognize how it's manifesting, take a look at the underlying reasons why it's manifesting. So, um, for example, when 
the example I gave earlier about my client telling her daughter, you know, I'd rather you invite these five girls, um, she would have never recognized that as shame mm-hmm. and the shame around being a single mom. And so mm-hmm. when occurrences come up like that, mm-hmm. recognize why you're doing it, why you're making that decision, why you're saying certain things, why you're acting a certain way, and then kind of backpedal it, meaning peel off the layers. Just keep asking why. Okay, why do you think that? Peel it back. Why do you believe that? Peel mm-hmm. Like every why you ask yourself, it will eventually get back to where the shame stems from, like mm-hmm. the root of the shame and then once you do that, the, the greatest thing is once you acknowledge that shame to yourself, mm-hmm. that is the biggest step is just to acknowledge that shame to yourself. And then once you do that, you, you say it quietly to yourself, and then you say it out loud to yourself, mm-hmm. and then you tell someone else, a trusted individual, a sacred space, if you will, find that place that you feel secure, meaning another person, that Mm -hmm. place um, where it's going to land well, where they're going to receive it, have compassion and empathy for you when they hear it. Because once you say it, you can't take it back. And that's a very scary thing oftentimes. And that's Mm -hmm. why I say, like, we say it to ourselves quietly. Then we say it out loud to ourselves. We're making small steps forward. And then we say it to someone else. And as scary as it sounds and as scary as it may be the first time, it's incredibly liberating as well. Because Mm -hmm. right now, when you don't express it, the shame is holding you by shackles down. Think of think of it like a hot air balloon. Like once you that once the cord releases, which is mm-hmm. once you're sharing it with someone, you just have the whole space to really soar, spread your wings, find out who you really are and who you're meant to be, your passion and your purpose and all those things can come to fruition once you release yourself from the shame, from those binds that are really holding you back. And so that's mm-hmm. really the power that shame has over us. And the thing is, is whenever we don't release it, when we don't talk about it, it festers inside of ourselves, holding us back, keeping us from being and achieving what we're meant to be and achieve. So it's really vital for all of us to to release that shame. And mm-hmm. shame doesn't like to be talked about. It's shameful to say the word shame so people don't talk about shame. People keep it inside. And yet, whenever you release it, it liberates yourself. It frees you. So so I encourage everyone just to get in touch with whatever that shame looks like for them and just take the steps forward to really release it because you're not just releasing the shame. You're releasing yourself from the shame and releasing yourself from that person that is holding you back. Okay, so I'm go- I'm going to just play a, give you a little scenario. Sure. If I had a shame about something, let's say uh, about the divorce, saying divorce, yeah. that would probably stem from in my childhood, my parents talking about somebody that was divorced in the whole conversation, and that was imprinted on me. 
Would that be an example of how shame? Yeah, it very created? well could be. Or maybe they, maybe um, you heard them talking and um, they were saying negative things about this person, or they were yes. judging this person. Yes. And so you're right. scared that you're going to be judged by your parents, or right. people like your parents, or they're going to think you're less than or not good enough because you're right. divorced. Because right. that's what your parents thought. And so that was ingrained in you that people who are divorced are less than or not good, good enough. They're not uh, as great as everybody else. So you right. then think that in your head of yourself since you're divorced. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Good. Well, I wanted Spot to on. make it sort of clear as to how something like that could be yeah. planted into our yeah. brains. And Absolutely. it is usually so early in our lives. And it yeah. lays so quiet. <laughs> you know, we yeah. don't even know it's there. And then Exactly. All of a sudden, and that's why people often don't recognize those small subtle subtleties of shame because mm-hmm. Maybe it was implanted very early and they don't even recognize it. Mm-hmm. Right. But see, that's yeah. what happens. Joy, mm-hmm. excuse me, when you peel back the layers and you go, well, why do, why do I think that, why do I feel less than about divorce? And you, oh, well, it's a conversation that my yeah. parents had and they said this, which made me feel that people have divorced. Like it all, then you see how it, like one thing leads to another mm-hmm. and they kind of all intersect together. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know, it, it's um, I do some of that work as well in my uh, practice with my clients and uh, the doubt and fears that comes along with shame that <clears throat> that we keep us playing a smaller game um, mm-hmm. is is incredible the way they are created in our lives so early in our life. And then we as adults have to deal with them the rest of our lives. You know, yeah, exactly. at three until we're 93, <laughs> we're dealing yeah. with those. Yeah. So if you were to, um, if somebody was wanting more information or more training or more, how can I get rid of those things that are, shaming me that I'm using, how would you suggest that they um, work with that? You Do you, your training is all locally, right? My training is not locally. No, it, oh, okay. I, I do international training. Um, so if I work exclusively with single moms, mm-hmm. so if you're a single mom and they're, you know, and they're having, um, shame issue, so to speak, or they just want to dive deeper to figure out, you know, what's going on with them. I absolutely work with single moms. Um, Outside of that, like if there are people who feel that there's shame, a great book, and they want to kind of dive into a great book is Daring Greatly by Brene Brown. I'm a huge Brene Brown fan. Um, So I've read several of, I've read three of her books. Um, I thought it was just me, The Gifts of Imperfection, all by Brene Brown. Um, Yes. She also she has, uh, does she has expertise in shame and worthiness and, and whatnot as well. She does so. great YouTubes too. You can get those. Some of those you can see her. Oh yeah, work. yeah, absolutely. So, uh huh. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, I'm a big uh, fan of hers too. I've not read that book, but I I bought it. <laughs> <laughs> you need to read it. It's just an amazing book, and it just reiterates how. You know, no matter where you come from, we we all have shame. So, yeah. and, and, and what's interesting about shame is it really impacts 
everything else in our life. Like it impacts our worthiness, with, which also impacts everything in our life. So if we don't think we're not worth it, we're not going to apply for the job that we really want. If we think that we're not worthy, we're not going to start dating. We don't think we deserve love or nobody's going to love us where we are now in our lives. Um right. You know, it impact our worthiness impacts the money we make, how we mm-hmm. lead, how we parent, um, the decision we make as parents, how we talk to our children. All of those kind of things, um, is a, you know, comes from worthiness, which comes from shame. And I often tell people that so many people are focused on, you know, better time. They want better time management or they... Um, they want to uh, learn more about finances or budgeting or um, how to do work-life balance, all those kind of topics. And I always say that's building the roof of a house before you have a solid foundation because mm-hmm. if you do not recognize and conquer and tackle your shame and your mm-hmm. worthiness and your fears, mm-hmm. nothing else matters. And so those things, shame, fear, and worthiness, are you know, the solid foundation that we all have to tackle and, and lay before we can have that roof of the house. Because, you know, we we can teach people all day long, like time management, budgeting, and work-life balance, but it's not going to yeah. matter if they don't think they're, they're worth it or if they have it, if they have shame that's tying them down. Yeah. You know, it's um, short-term solutions for when they're, they're needing long-term solutions. So if somebody is interested in knowing more or talking to you, how would they get to you? They can go to the singlemommovement.com or they can email me at jessica at the singlemommovement.com. Okay. And there you do one-on-one coaching or do you do workshops I ha- I actually have a few things that I do. I have okay. um, quarterly calls for, called Walk in Your Worth events. Oh, so right. those are for people who really want to be able to stand in their worth and in their power. Um, mm-hmm. And so we do those. We also have a single mom community, which connects single moms with other like-minded single moms to really give them the support and the help and the uh, empowerment that they need in their lives because mm-hmm. oftentimes the one thing single moms lack is support and help. Yeah. And so it's right. really for them to get in this community and thrive. And so I work with single moms directly through that. We also have a program called The Courageous Life. And that's for people who work with single moms in a larger capacity, social workers, Head Start directors cool. or staff, and yeah. um, pediatricians, OBGYNs, counselors, therapists, those type of people. Wonderful. Well, we are going to break now, but those are all wonderful resources. I love the walk in your worth. I think that's great. Mm-hmm. And... Um, And, of course, you have your book and your one-on-one talking. So if you're a listener out there and you're really interested in Jessica's message, then go to her website and or send her a message, just jessica at thesinglemommovement.com. We will be back shortly with Jessica. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. 
LinkedIn. It's a great tool and a great way to do business in today's social media-driven world. And Carol McManus is the LinkedIn lady with the LinkedIn Lady Show, Tuesday and Wednesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern on allbusinessradionetwork.com. The LinkedIn Lady Show is designed to inform, inspire, and educate businesses. Every social media site has a specific demographic, personality, and purpose. And the LinkedIn Lady will interview a variety of guests, such as business owners who can showcase their business and talk about how they use social media, such as Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Google+, Pinterest, and of course, LinkedIn. For more on Carol and the show, check out her website, LinkedInLady.com. As trends change and new applications become available, the LinkedIn Lady Show will bring that information to you in an easy-to-use, fun, and engaging way. Every Tuesday and Wednesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern, it's the LinkedIn Lady Show with Carol McManus on AllBusinessRadioNetwork.com. Are you fascinated by the stories behind the stories, the people behind their masks, the truth about people's failures and redemptions? in both their business and personal lives. Then Off the Record Secrets of with host Judy Schreiner is for you. It's people's secrets that make them interesting, but very few folks are willing to reveal them unless they trust that their information will be treated with accuracy, fairness, and respect. People have been entrusting their secrets to longtime business journalist Judy Schreiner for the last 25 years, and now she's bringing her expertise and impressive contact list Tune in and call in as host Judy Schreiner talks to guests off the record as they reveal new secrets each Tuesday at noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. We have returned to the final session with Jessica Rector. She, I loved all the great information that she has brought us today and the creation of more knowledge about the creation of the single mom movement, a very important part of group of women that we need to support because single moms do a lot. They're uh, pressure's great there and the patience and all of that. So, um, you know, having been a single mom, I really do appreciate the, uh, um, the movement. Um, I do want to speak just a little bit about my workshop that is going to be on May 6th. That's a Wednesday from nine to 12 in Tyler. Um, it is a, you know, of course it's, connected to my uncovering your hidden genius, which I believe your genius is your gifts and your passions that are inside of you that need to be lived. They are yours and they need to be recognized and awakened. So in this workshop, we are also going to be targeting doubts and fears because like Jessica, I also believe those doubts and fears keep us playing a very small game. And they, they cause us to miss some of the promised joys that we have had made to us by our acceptance to come on earth and live this life. So I hope to see you there. I'm just, this is the first time I'm talking about it. We will talk more about it in my shows, following shows. But Jessica, let's go back to 
talking about, you know, the doubts and fears that I'm going to be talking about, you talk about, Mm -hmm. we know Mm -hmm. that they just stop us. You know, anytime you try to get outside your comfort zone, those Mm -hmm. little gremlins, they just start talking to you inside your head. And they tell you all sorts of things that say, I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough, I can't do that. Or mm-hmm. are they come in the form of what if, what if I'm not right. smart mm-hmm. enough, what if I'm not. So how do you like to teach your women to step up? I love that. I'm sitting here laughing at you because I can so relate because that's one of the things that I... <laughs> I think it's so important to talk about with, um, you know, single moms. And I say single moms just because that's the, they're my expertise, but I think it's important to talk about with all women because, you know, even before I was a single mom, I had that in some capacity. Mm-hmm. And um, and it's just kind of almost compounded as a single mom, if you will. Yes. And the, the thing is, is that we all, uh, you know, sometimes say we're not good enough in, in whatever it looks like. So it doesn't, you know, you may not utter those words, I'm not good enough in your head. But you say to yourself, I don't think they're going to hire me because I don't have enough expertise, because I'm not good enough to have enough expertise. So it looks more like that. I'm not fill in the blank enough. Um, I don't think I'm going to find love because there's just so many other women more beautiful out there than me. I'm not pretty enough. That's what it sounds like in your head. So um, the thing is, is those are lies that we just tell ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we have the experience. We are pretty enough. We're thin enough. We're smart enough. We're talented enough. Whatever it is that we're telling ourselves, it's just not true. It's a defect me- defense mechanism. Excuse me, that we <laughs> use in order to protect ourselves, in mm-hmm. order to keep ourselves from not getting out there, from not risking anything, from staying in this comfort zone because you know it's very comfy in our comfort zone right Mm -hmm. but think of all the things that you once thought were really hard that Mm -hmm. now seem easy so maybe before writing a book you thought it was really hard and now that you've written one you're like okay that was easy enough I can do that again (laughs) maybe before having children or before labor you thought it was really hard and you've done it a couple times so yeah you can do it again driving Mm -hmm. I remember whenever before I got my driver's license I thought oh my gosh this is so hard and now Mm -hmm. you know I've been doing it over half my life and it's second nature to us riding a bike all the tying your shoes brushing your teeth all those things you know that you thought were really hard ones that are just not that hard. And that's what happens when we step out of our comfort zone. At first, it may seem very hard, very challenging. You don't know if you're mm-hmm. going to get through this. You don't know how you're going to get through it. And then mm-hmm. you end up doing it. And the next time it becomes easier and easier and easier. But mm-hmm. who would you be and what would you accomplish if all you did was stay inside your comfort zone? If you never learned how to tie your shoe, never learned how to drive, never learned how to take care of your children and be an amazing mom, what would your life look like? Mm-hmm. Who would you be? You wouldn't be reaching your potential. You wouldn't be finding your purpose or your passion. You would allow yourself to stay really, really, really small, and that's mm-hmm. not what the world needs. So mm-hmm. I encourage you to stop telling yourself those lies. And the way that I do it and the way that I uh, teach others to do it is wherever your challenge is, whatever the lie you're telling yourself, 
You just mm-hmm. counter it by saying that you're amazing, and it sounds so ridiculous at first to say, <laughs> but you say it out loud as mm-hmm. you're looking in the mirror. I yes, am amazing. Yes, yes, yes. I love the mirror exercise. <laughs> I am amazing. I am amazing. And you yeah. just say it over and over and over. And what happens is the first couple times you say it, you don't believe it. It's just words. Mm-hmm. And then the more you say it to yourself as you're looking at yourself, the more you believe it. And then once you believe it, you're like, yes, I am amazing. And so every time that you have that self-doubt, so if you're thinking you're not pretty enough, you say, I am beautiful. I am beautiful until you think you're and believe that you're beautiful. So it can be five times. It can be 25 times. Yeah. But, you know, one day you may just need to say it five times before you believe it. The next day it may need to be 25 times. Um, So wherever that self-doubt is coming into play, you need to do the mirror exercise until you start believing that you are the opposite of that negative thoughts that you have in your head, that negative conversation. Mm -hmm. You know, that was so funny yesterday when I love to tell that keynote speech because it's about when I drove the Penske truck from Santa Fe to Tyler. And uh, I never really envisioned myself driving a 26-foot Penske truck. Right. Even to the point that, you know, when I saw it, I thought, oh, my gosh, I had so much doubt and and fear. And it's Mm -hmm. just such a funny story because the end stands with me standing. I've gone through the journey, and there's so many things that happen on the journey. But anyway, I'm standing there so powerful. I mean, you know, I'm now a I'm now a trucker because I can yes. drive a twenty six foot Pinsky truck. Yeah, you can just, say, "Hey, I yeah. did it! Look what I thought I couldn't do before, and I can do it." Yeah. Now I don't want to. I'm not going to go <laughs> rent one Saturday night and drive it around. But it was a great experience just to yes. broaden my knowledge. Yeah, it's great. It's and it great. just makes you stronger and more empowered. Definitely, definitely. Well, share with our guests again what you offer on your website because I really want them to go and connect with you, and I want to be able to find you. So if you'll just tell them those um, things again, I would love sure. that. If you go to thesinglemommovement.com, we have a free offer for you, 50 free resources every single mom needs. If you sign up for that, you will immediately be able to download it, which is amazing. It helps single moms out all over the nation. So it's, um, you know, tons of resources. And I always think, you know, as a single mom, we like easy, easy, easy. So this just helps make your life a little bit easier. You can also find information on there about The Courageous Life if you work with single moms in larger capacity. It's a certification Mm -hmm. program and training program. So you can go and get more information about that. And then, you know, you can find information if you're a single mom about our single mom community. And also, we just launched this huge thing that I'm so excited about. 
It's at our chat. We're looking for chapter leaders. We have in-person single mom movement events. And so if you want to connect other single moms with each other and really mm-hmm. encourage them and give them the support and help they need, you can be a chapter leader in your area and um, do monthly events for single moms. And that's really exciting. You, ha- it, you know, it does require you to be a single mom in order to do it, to be a part of it. <laughs> but you also get, you know, 24-7 access to the single mom community book yeah. club monthly expert call. So that's really exciting for us. I just say, I, that's wonderful, Jessica. That's a great Thanks. opportunity. We, already, we just launched it and we already have one up in Oklahoma City and Pakistan, which is really oh, exciting. Pakistan. Wow. Yep. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I, love I it, think though. you I should love go it. check I mean, that. It's good to show you that you know, the single motherhood is universal. It doesn't discriminate. Yes. It's 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 global, and so you know, and our mission is really just to help single moms and support them and encourage and empower them wherever we can. And so, you know, right? And I love it. And you also now you have something you told me just before going on air that you're working on another book. I am, yes. And that yeah, and it's all about that. shame. Shame around being a single mom. So. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> may not be any surprise to the listeners out there. <laughs> <laughs> no, but maybe a very important book that we all need to read because yes, yes. Uh, it is so part of our lives. But it sounds like you are doing such great work, Jessica, and really Thank addressing you so much. a an audience that needs to be addressed. We need support. And um, it's great that it it can now, we can go to the internet and we can find support. So that's awesome. Yeah. And you are in the Fort Worth area. I am. I am in Fort Worth, Texas. But like I said, I work with single moms everywhere. So that's the great thing about today's world, right? Through your coaching, correct? Yeah. Through the coaching and all the programs, um, uh, all the pro- people, you know, people are involved all around the world with all the programs, um, not just the coaching, but, you know, oh, with okay. the community, it's international, um, Walk in Your Worth, there's people from all over the world that um, uh, sign up for that. Yeah. Great. Well, thank you, Jessica, for being part of the show today. You've offered great information to my listeners, and I, I know they will enjoy using it. Thank so, you for having me. Yes, you are more than welcome. And we will say goodbye very shortly, but I do want you to realize that you you have the opportunity to go to Jessica's website, the singlemommovement.com. And I thank you for being here today. Share it with your single friends. Let them know there is support for them out there. And uh start planning to be at my May 15th, May 6th uh Wednesday workshop. You'll learn more about doubt and fear and quieting that pest. So we look forward to talking to you next week. Joyce Buford returns next week at this same time for another edition of Second Wind. Through the Joyce Buford Empowerment System, Women are receiving support during their transition and are able to reclaim their true purpose and strength. They receive the tools they need to map out new lives. You can find out more about her coaching services at 